All right, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. I'm your neighbor, Knox. Hi. With me. Hi. Ern's here. Yeah, there's Ern. There's uh, Chris. Hey. Down here, Chef Kev. Hey, somebody went to Louisiana and all they got was this lousy magnet. <laughs> I'd be Shannon. And over here is Jade. Hey. Your pointing throws me off, Knox. Yeah, I don't get it. Not what I see. Yep, that's me up there. Yep. I, uh, I I'm just pointing. That is an empty corner. That's a painting. <laughs> oh, that On is this a... video part. That's me. Yeah, you're pointing to. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another Zoom episode of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. Uh, how you doing, everybody? Uh, swellish. Swellish. Swelling. Yeah. He's swollen. Swelling. Excitement. Looks like your head's swelling. Or that's your hair. <laughs> Already. Did you say something last week about Doc Brown? Yeah. Uh, I'm just getting in character. Uh, Going to be uh, Rick, a young Rick for Halloween. Nice. My name is Doc Brown, so. Yep. <laughs> I see we all have decent backgrounds. I got my Batman. I'm in the Batcave right now, my spare bedroom. I got my... Wayne Industries shirt on, rocking the back ear. Uh, Chef Kev's got the brews, booze, and reviews behind him, and so does uh, Big Earn. Looks like we're set up for something, actually, today. <laughs> Jade's got the wolf in the background, and Chris has got the guitar. I can poke his nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're getting the hang of this Zoom thing, it seems like. Yeah. Best yeah. time to stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> So how's everybody's week been? Anything exciting going on? Nope. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I I took a wander downtown last night. <clears throat> and well, walking past Cowboy Jacks, I saw the manager standing there, cross-armed, kicking some guy out. The guy was just hollering at him. Like, there gotta be freshly 21 babies that were out last night. It was ridiculous. Uh, I walked past the Empire. Someone's getting booted there as well. Um, wow, what a, ra- what a rarity. Right. Uh, continue walking. There's like clusters of 21-year-olds, itty-bitty babies who are like drunk, stumbling, and yelling on the sidewalk on Broadway. Like That was my first rap album, Drunk, Stumbling, drunk, stumbling and Yelling. And- <laughs> They get to Dempsey's, which is where I was going, and literally have to wait to go inside because security is forcibly removing someone from the bar. Then when I left Dempsey's, I walked outside and watched a guy. So there's a cop car right there in front of the Buffalo. And I watched a guy take a step and a swing at a lady and within like a minute that cop had him on the ground arm barred behind him like why would you there's a cop right there just throwing a haymaker at a chick what yes what the fuck is wrong with people it was last night downtown was an absolute disaster i don't i'm going to stay home again is that what they <laughs> I mean, have people watching. Yeah. so it was it was like really busy out. 
It was. Um, yeah, Dempsey's was very, like, you know, they were very strict about no standing, six feet apart. They had removed a lot of the stools, but they were doing karaoke and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, keep your distance. Here, touch this. <laughs> Here, put your mouth by this. I was going to yeah, say, right? mm-hmm. no shit. drunk people often can't keep their mouths off of things. So, you know, microfilm just jabbing them in the mouth. Next person comes up and licks it. Or if they sing a real good song, they cup the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It spits all over that. Um, Frank did have wipes up there available, but nobody was using them. Cool, cool. Uh, me and Ern partnered up uh, yesterday, Saturday. That would be May 23rd, right? Yep, yeah. May 23rd for uh, Swing Barrel's grand opening. I picked up a really cool Donkey Kong t-shirt and yeah. uh, this really awesome trucker hat. And uh, Ern picked up a bunch beer. Yeah, Ern Bur- just got beers. And then Chris got some beers early, uh, later on that day, right? Yeah, I went after work and picked up uh, a couple crawlers of all three of their beers and uh, went through the did the tour myself last night when I got home. So Yeah, and you, all- post- you posted up about the blonde. What did you think about the, the amber and the brown? Well, that's funny because <laughs> I was uh, taking notes. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take notes and write it all down and have something to talk about. Well, once I started drinking that brown ale, so I, I started with the honey, and it was a pretty good beer, nice and crisp and kind of sweet. Um, it's very sessionable. You just slam slam down those fuckers playing cornhole or something. Uh, they, were, they were good, good drinking beer, but the brown ale was really good. And uh, I started drinking it too fast that I forgot to write any notes down. Then <laughs> pretty soon I was into the third beer, like going, well, fuck it. Third crawler. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 12-ouncer. So, yeah, when I got to my sixth beer. <laughs> Things that a little loose is what you're saying. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, it was a long day of work. I, I, I uh. Started drinking a little faster than anticipated. And they were they were seven bucks a piece for the crawler, so you think it's well worth the money or what? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. So it's good. I, and I like how they kinda they got a blonde, a red, and a brown, you know, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I uh purchased one of the actually purchased two of the honey one because yeah, I'm hoping it has a bit of honey flavor uh taste to it. But uh, I didn't tap into those this weekend yet. I did uh uh, Knox got me a Drecker beer and a Junkyard beer. Uh, the Junkyard was the Czech style lager, and the Drecker was the their lager beer. Uh, snakes, uh, crap! No, I don't know no snakes. No, no snakes. <laughs> I don't know Nailed no it. snakes on motherfucking plane, dude. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking wow. of, I don't know no snakes. The label art on that is so much different than any other Drecker beer. It looks like a classic tattoo. Yeah. yeah. It is, it is oh, awesome. like Ed Hardy style? Like kind of, yeah. Yeah, Ed Hardy-esque, yeah. Like the wrap around, a, you know, have around your arm. Ed Hardy didn't invent that fucking style, you bastards. Traditional No, but he certainly put the stamp on it. Anyway, both were solid beers. Then Doc's got me a honey, money honey from uh, Junkyard. I haven't tried that yet, but did we all get different beers? 
maybe uh maybe Kevin and I will share it uh later. Knox actually, Knox actually brought me a beer. I did post a review about it. Oh, God, what was the name of it, Knox? Help me here. Royale with cheese from yeah, Junkyard Double yeah. IPA. And uh, I gave it a 5.0, man. It's uh, it's it's up there with toppling Goliath level deepas. I'm probably going to get scoot over there and pick up an eight pack and stuff two of them in there because it's worth well worth a revisit. I wanted Christmas. to mention an app. This is really cool. I, I was helping my cousin Tori build his or set up a bar. He just moved and he's tired of just drinking beer and taking shots of Jameson. And he goes, I want to learn how to make drinks. So we went out and we literally bought everything that you need. Like two kinds of bitters. We got both dry and sweet vermouth and then like literally a rum, a scotch, a bourbon, a vodka, gin. We set him up. And then he found uh, this app called My Cocktail Bar, which actually allows you to put everything that you have, whether it's oranges too, like even your garnishes. And then once you put that into your bar list, it lists out all the different drinks that you can make with what you have for ingredients. That's cool. And then has their uh, recipes. Cool. So they texted me later and he goes, look at that, man. I made a, oh, you can't see my screen. Never mind. It's a silver bullet, and I've never heard of one. It's uh, one ounce of scotch and two ounces of gin. So he's like, I'm making it. You should. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'll do that. And I found out that Ben Revere had drank the last of my gin. I mean, I had found out three nights previous, but I was really drunk. So then I taught him how to make whiskey sours and how to separate egg whites. But, yeah, it was really cool. Um, so that's a really cool app. And I thought people, if uh, since we're quarantined and you're – if you're tired of doing the same things over and over, it's a really cool app that you can download called My Cocktail Bar. And on one previous episode, we did uh, lightly cover correct the basics of what you would need with Chris Larson to have a home bar. Yep. Yes, and actually, I think on that episode, he also taught us how to make a whiskey sour. <laughs> yep. So, look at that all tying together. Yeah, I know. I was sitting here just waiting to get to put that little bit of history in there i do pay attention sometimes <laughs> nice Contact while time on, while we're on uh the topic of uh things that are awesome uh i do want to bring up our sponsors today a sponsor mm -hmm. for this episode is great for you liquor uh for the month of june they have uh lupulin uh four packs or two dollars off and all rosés are 20 percent off and for uh, the 8th through the 14th of june they also have New Amsterdam Vodka and Gin 1.75s for uh, $4 off, so only for $15.99. So check them out. You can go buy Super a cheap, bottle. dude. And New Amsterdam uh, is a really solid choice if you're making drinks. Yep, it's one of our favorites here in the podcast. It's, uh, it's a good bang for your buck uh, liquor, New Amsterdam. Up lower tier. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. And it's uh, New Amsterdam uh, Vodka. Yep. So let's take a quick break, guys. Uh, we'll get our order set up, and then we'll rock and roll. Okay, sound good? Yo. Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back after this. Welcome okay. back from our break, guys. Uh, good to uh, be back. So, so today's episode is going to be on some uh, imports that we can get at our local uh, liquor uh, stores. You know, any place. Happy, you can be happy Memorial Day. Let's drink outside the country. 
<laughs> it just so happens that it had to fall on this week. Uh, we planned this out earlier, I guess. Maybe imports wasn't such a good idea, but hey, it was out there. And hey, our not? veterans drank this beer when they were overseas. Now we're just doing the same to remember. Yep. There we go. There's my angle. There's a lot of thought into how that would transition. So on today's episode, yep, on today's episode we have four of them. Uh, first on the list is uh, Lefe and their blonde ale. And you can get this information at lefe.com. Uh, for their English translation, translation, okay, here we go. In a few words, uh, Lefe Blonde is an authentic blonde Abbey beer with a slight hint of bitterness to it. 6.6% ABV. Uh, in the 50s, an extraordinary meeting took place after, well, fuck that, I want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can go to the website. Yeah, just go to the, go to the website. Take our word advice. Whatever. It doesn't doesn't really give the uh, what's all in it right now, but uh, what do you guys think about the color? What do you guys think about the taste? Let's get into it's the smell. Of it. It's like a dark blonde. It's almost amberish. Oh, it yeah. amberish. All right. Uh, award-winning Lefe Blonde is a full-bodied, deep golden ale that is surprisingly subtle and delicate. Belgium's classic Abbey Ale is best served on its own in in its own chalice-shaped glass, accentuating the ale's aroma and creating the perfect head. How often are you mixing other beers in somebody else's chalice? I mean, Christ, of course it's in someone's glass. Chalice just reminds me of Raiders of the Lost Ark. True. Or is that, no, what's the third one? You chose poorly. The Indiana Jones one where he went uh, looking for the cup. Cup of Christ. I think it was Indiana Jones and the Search for the Cup. Yes, the search, search for the Cup. I remember that. <laughs> I'm such a bad Indiana Jones movie buff. <laughs> Indiana Jones movies weren't great anyway. Uh, so. Ah, they were all, they were good. Watch yourself. So, um, yeah, I don't. I don't was the know. last was it the Last Crusade or some shit? Anyways, what do you guys think? It like it smells like beer and tastes like it too. It smells really, really good to me. It smells sweet. It smells like a barnyard. Got a bit of sweetness to it. British bitter beer. This isn't fucking bitter. Not at all. It smells. To me, it smells like... It says bitter on the bottle, but this is like sweet, like sweet bread. Cheap, Uh, sweet white bread. It's... Yeah. It's yeah. not as sweet as like most American blondes, though. No. It's a little bitter. It says here on the website that you should be getting hints of vanilla and clove. Oh, absolutely. On the nose. I, I don't I don't get tons of clove, maybe, but very yes, yeah, sweet vanilla. With that uh Pilsner glass. Chef, you should be able to get some decent uh, smells off that. Yeah, I did. Okay. I would have to pour again. Hang on. Hmm. Yeah, it, it, it smells like a Czech-style beer. Yeah, wet hay kind of yeah. damp oats smell. I don't I don't get a lot of the vanilla, but there's definitely the essence of clove in there. On the I don't nose, get a, not on the tongue at all. No, I yeah, I don't get vanilla on the the nose, but I don't get it anywhere. 
Only when I, I get vanilla when I drink it. It looks sharp and crisp. It's got looks like it's got a nice head on it. Yeah. Yeah, it poured really well. It's got decent legs. It hangs around. So would you this classify this as a lager, you think? doesn't really say what? if it's a lager or not, but... I would yeah, compare it to a lager. It behaves like no, one no. of the, the carbonation on it is absolutely awesome. I will it's say that. It's an Abbey Ale. Abbey Ale. Okay. Uh, Be- Belgian Ale on the other side. Yeah. Product of Belgian and then an Abbey Ale. I don't think it's as sweet as it should be, but it's also an import. So I'm just kind of torn on that of like... I'm used to the blondes that I drink, like like the Lonely Blonde is actually one of my favorites. Um, but I'm used to them being on the sweeter side and this isn't. So I guess it's not quite what I was anticipating when we talked about a blonde. Are you laughing at the fact, what are, what? What are you giggling at? No, keep going. I'm, I'm laughing at all the head off of Chef's beard. <laughs> it's oh, nuts. Holy shit. I wasn't. Um, Head retention. So, yeah, it's just not quite as sweet as what I what I want it to be, I guess. And I, I think that just has to do with the fact that foreign beer isn't going to be... I mean, America is a, a glutton for sweet things. It's like the difference between milk chocolate and dark chocolate. The European yeah. countries, I think, like the bitter dark chocolate more than the milk chocolate of America. Right. Generally. I didn't get any bitterness out of this beer, though. Um, I did at the end. It's it's kind of it was like dried bitter aftertaste. It was like I got like vanilla corn hay. I can see the corn. I kind of like it. Sweetness. I don't think it's overly sweet. You know, it it tastes like every your every man's beer style beer with a little bit of sweetness to it. Like a bit sweeter of a Budweiser or something. Like an old style? No, like a Budweiser. That's why I said. <sighs> <laughs> All right, let's throw some numbers on them, guys. Well, I got a pairing for you on this one. Oh, okay. Cool. I want it on like a, this This is like your, this is an aperitif. Or an, uh, not, it's not the word I want. This is an appetizer kind of beer. I think this would go well with a cheese board with like fresh honey crisp apples. And some sort of, not fig, but maybe current jam. And not stinky-ass blue cheese, but some good semi, uh, semi-soft, like, calm tay, white cheeses. Something relatively sharp to help boost up those little flavors that I don't think the beer gets highlighted by itself. There you go. Well, That's look good- who showed up today. That's a very Gouda review <laughs> actually good is it would work well with this so yeah nailed it dude now numbers now we can do some numbers who wants to start I uh, i'm gonna get oh go ahead are we rating this just off of how much we like it or are we trying to rate the style of beer we think it is or oh god are we having this dialogue again um let's well we i like mean it? all four of them are going to be different styles today from four different countries i guess we just uh do the rating off of how we think it tastes. Okay. How I do it every time. Well, not every time, but... Yeah, sometimes we pair, pair it to the style. I have, I have a lot of scribbles on my sheet. Um, I was going back and forth between three and three and a half, so I settled on 3.25. It's good. 
even though it wasn't quite what I was expecting. All right, that's fair. Chris. On, hold on. 3.75. 3.75? All right, Jeff? I'm going to go with Chris, like I guess I generally do. It's a 3.75 for me. I like it. That leaves you, Jade. No. Wait, Jade, you already gave your number. What is the number, Ernie? That's Ernie. I had a nickel for every time I, Jade and I got confused. <laughs> You'd have a nickel. You'd have a nickel. Looks so much alike. I'm going to give it a three. So the average for the Lefe Blonde uh, Belgian style Abbey Ale is 3.4375. All right. Well done. I was being distracted for just a minute uh, with my thoughts, but 375 is still a good score. I enjoy this beer. I want to make sure that that's known. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I liked it. Yeah. Well, that's above there was that's no, no wow factor. Almost three and a half. All right. Well, our next beer is Hofbrau Maybach. And this is a Bavarian brewing tradition beer. And it's actually the recipe was founded in the Hofbrau House in 1589, the birthplace of the brewery and gastronomy of Bavaria. And I think this is basically going to be a German beer. So, and Evan was saying, or Evan out at Bridgeview when we went to pick this up, uh, this is a seasonal beer for Hofbrau. They only do the Maibox this time of year. This is a seven. This is a 7.2%. Jesus. It's a bottom fermented, so I'm assuming this is going to be a lager. Its availability is mid-February to the end of April. It's got Magnum, Hercules, Pearl, and Select Hops. And it's got Munich malts and light barley malts. Should be 31 IBU. And it should be uh, broke, slightly oily, malty aroma in the bouquet, very full-bodied, malty, aromatic, and with a velvety, soft, and hoppy finish. Pairs well with sausage and cheese, roast dishes, knuckles. I wonder if that'd be like moose knuckles. Goulash and desserts. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I'm standing in a barn with a dirt floor when I'm smelling this. Like, as, the, as opposed to all those really cool parquet floored barns? It's not just... Or terrazzo. It's not just wet hay. It's like earthy as well. Yeah, that malt on here is gnarly. This smells like a burlap sack. A wet burlap sack. Yeah, that somebody beat a cat to death with. <laughs> smell cat in here. Dead cat. Dead cat. It doesn't smell like dead cat. Don't say it, that. It kind of does smell like dead cat. I saw it on Untapped. I'm not the only one. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think it smells awful. It's actually kind of oddly inviting. Yeah, like, I have fond memories of dirt-floored barns. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> so that's, I'm not going to say what I was thinking. Yeah, I used to play in one as a kid. Yeah. It's interesting what you find in an old barn out in the middle of a farm field. You ever oh. find a needle? Okay. That's... <laughs> I didn't say haystacks. <laughs> well, this is a little bit more amberish than the uh, lippe. Much more like copper. It looks yeah. more like Oktoberfest beer. Well, and I think the Maybachs are pretty close. A summer version of a fall beer, you know, the German style. What is that I weird? Don't know. 
note in the middle. It's almost like rye or caraway. Kind of like that uh, sour fucking dark bread note. A little bit of earthiness. I bet I, I can't put my finger on it. I feel like We're I just licked rust. Like rust? Rust. I feel like I just licked rust. Mm-hmm. Rusty Wallace, NASCAR driver. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> Dale now that you, it, now that you mention it, it tastes exactly like licking Rusty Wallace. It's not that salty. It's not salty at all. This is just a lot of malt, like a boat. They really fucking malted the shit out of this. I it, think they were trying to put their like piggyback on that alone, and the hop profile is nothing. It feels two C's thick. Thick. Too sweet. It's too sweet. It's got some body to it, that's for sure. <clears throat> well, let me um, give you a little example here. Uh, Vinepair.com describes a Maybach as, um, let's see here, made with lighter pill. Not Maybach, it's Maybach. Mm. <laughs> Made with lighter Pilsner malt and with Vienna and Munich malts, the Maybach is even light enough for a certain degree of hoppiness to show through. The malts still give a nice toast, bready malt quality, but pepperiness and bitterness from noble hops also get a chance to show through. The beer. Why don't I ever beer. think of s- s- sweet bread when I taste this stuff? I, it never pops in my head, but the minute you say bread, I'm like, yeah, very bready, very bread, bready, yeah. Yep, this beer is commonly associated with spring in Germany because of its lighter Bach profile. It still packs a fairly decent ABV punch. How is this their light beer? <laughs> like, Seven points. What do they usually drink with motor oil or like fucking shit out of fucking cow? I don't know. <laughs> German. German. Yeah. Because seriously, the minute I drank this, I thought, like Ernie had mentioned, like uh, I'm reminded you of Oktoberfest, those Marzen styles. Well, yeah, this is a lighter version of it, but I still I'm thinking like colder days by a fire. Um, It's not definitely to me. It's not a summer beer, but maybe a a night summer. It's a fall beer, dude. Definitely. I guess we're just pussies. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm a pussy for not liking this beer. I'll take that. No, I like the beer. It's I, To me, it's not in season. I like the beer too, but it, it, it's, I don't know, it's not an Oktoberfest. I, I don't think it's quite as sweet as an Oktoberfest. This is more, yeah, that wet hay bread. Like if, if you were really hungry and there was some bread outside that the birds were picking on, you know, after a day or maybe it rained. It rained, yeah. And if I was really if I hungry, was outside right now, I need this beer. Wet, bready hay bread would taste like. But um, I, I think I like this one better than the uh, Lefe, though, Blonde. How does anybody agree to let us come review their beers inside their brewery when they listen to our content? <laughs> like, wet bread that was sat outside for a day. Honestly, it's like floor cleaner. Hey, we're just giving reviews to to basic people like us who aren't, you know, how they say, uh, connoisseurs or... I've learned almost nothing in this year. It tastes like Hodo dishwater. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) 
Do we got numbers on this then, or what? It does have a dishwater flavor. I'll start. Let me start this one. All right, go ahead, Chef. Uh, 225. I don't like the style. That's plain and simple. That might be a good example of it, and that's why I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt, but nah, not for me. Gotcha. Dave? Two and a half. I am not that big of a fan of it, unless... I guess if it was fall and I could be wearing an oversized hoodie sitting by a window during a thunderstorm, I might enjoy it. But right wow. now in the season, it's supposed to be not two and a half. I'm going to rate it about the same as I did the other one for absolute different reasons. Um, right now when it's rainy and kind of cool out, uh, I think sitting outside at night in an undersized trench coat, drinking <laughs> this beer would be pretty good. Undersized. You wanted an oversized That's hoodie. Business. I want an undersized trench coat. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it probably so, like, looked like an oversized a, hoodie a for me. Just tails, like... maybe. I don't know. What'd you say, Big Aaron? Said when they talk about oversized, it's hard for me to buy something that's oversized. <laughs> you could buy a tarp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was fucking. That was, uh, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Ernie, you should walk upstairs and punch him in his stupid bitch face. And that's how we'll get famous. <laughs> punch yeah. my bitch face. Dude, did you see the episode where they melted down and Ernie just beat the shit out of Kevin? Oh, so it's we're we're selling that like bum fights instead of selling me eating mac and cheese? Perfect. No, we're gonna <laughs> well, we do both. record that. You can be eating mac and cheese a lot. <laughs> you need to go make more mac and cheese for the second half. More mac and cheese. <laughs> Back to numbers. All right, Chris, what were you going to give it a 375? The same as 375 again. Yep. And did you discuss what the reason was? I kind of forgot already. <laughs> sort of, but that's okay. People just can done. go back and listen. People um, can just hit rewind, listen to back to it again. Okay. Or they probably didn't forget in the first place. <laughs> Bigger and what's your number? I gave it a 35. Fine. The average for the. Uh, Hoffbro, uh, my Bach is a uh, three. All right, so we've had a better beer. Average. average. beer on the list is from Mexi Mexico, right? This si. one is Modelo Negra. Negra? I'm not touching that. If you go to ModeloUSA.com, it says it's a medium-bodied lager with slow roasted caramel malts that is brewed to prove dark beer can deliver both full flavor and refreshing taste. Brewed longer to enhance this flavor, this Munich Dunkel style lager gives way to a rich flavor and remarkably smooth taste. Modelo Negra contains water, barley malt, non-malted cereals, and hops. It's a 5.4% ABV. 
5.4? Yep. She's a baby. It's pretty Logger. good for a lager, though, still. Yeah, true. I'll wait for Chris to pour. It's been a while since I've had one of these. I had a... Uh, we got an extra because they had the break at six pack, I believe, at Bridgeview for this. So I'm going to be honest. I had this last week because I was one of the people that got uh, double bottles, and I'm excited to put a review on it. I also got a double bottle, but I waited to try mine, Kevin. Well, now you got to drink them both. <laughs> I could... Yeah. Hey, where's your special shot machine you have there for the... Well, see, last Sunday... I got very, very drunk. You broke it. And No, I didn't, actually. Um, but I continued to take my Captain Morgan and Coke outside and drink with my neighbors that are out and about until it was like four in the morning that night after we did our uh, podcast. It's been a, a young person's game. game. That's <laughs> impressive. I go to bed when I come back from here <laughs> till like so, 10 p.m. I'm uh, I'm good on shots today. I don't even have a sidecar. I've got a Red Bull. So I'm trying to be good. After this is the last of my bottle of champagne. Nice hot slam uh, glass, though. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Modelo Negra was first brewed in Tacuba, Mexico in 1925. Uh, Modelo Negra, formerly Negra Modelo, is a medium body lager. Which, yeah, we already got through that. Yep. Anyways, that's the basic history. All right. What do you guys think about the smells? The way the news goes. Doesn't really have much. It doesn't. Bullshit. Shut up, Ernie. This smells like a medium roast cup of coffee. Um, oh, like a little less on the coffee, man. but super roasty. That's I believe you. Wet coffee. It smells like wet coffee. <laughs> well, water can't be wet, and uh, we're going to just bury that right here. How do you not smell the roast on this? Like, what what style did it say this is? Because you could sell light. this to me as a porter. I don't get a little aroma off of it. It's very light. It's a lager, slow roasted lager, Munich style lager. It smells like porter. Caramel. That's what I'm kind of. It's there, I guess. When you drink it, it is caramel. I don't get caramel off the nose. I do just get roasty malts and Ooh. thickness. Thickness it smells like thick. It smells like the thickness. Mouthfeel. I'm glad I have another bottle of this. I'll say that much. Uh, yeah, this shit's fucking good. I have a hard time drinking it. What was that, Ern? Did you spill that one again, Gage? No. Oh, okay. You said you were happy you had another bottle. I thought maybe you spilled, like, all I... that <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> because where I sit, there's a crease in the table. No, there's two tables. And move. It's like a fault line. Anyways. You, know, you guys are going to miss me. So... <laughs> Andrea said that too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys Love are you, Andrea. Miss you. And Travis and Tori and Travis and Chris. Oh, fuck them all. Oh, this and Darwin, especially. I love them oh, all. Fuck him. Darwin and Blake and 
Oh, triple fuck Blake. Tyler and Don and. All right. Anyway, I'm going to miss you the most, though, Kevin. When I'm dead, yes. Soon, <laughs> Soon, Soon enough. It, it looks like it's very clear. Yeah, it is. The lager style. It's, it's the darkest beer so far, but. Yeah. I can see it. I can see my screen clean through this. Like, very dark amber, but, you know, to, to me, so far, all these beers, well, I don't know. I'll just talk about this one. But it's a lager. It's just a. It's a dark roast lager. It's clean and crisp and very drinkable. Um, even though it's darker than most beers I drink during the summer, I can I do look at this as a very good summer beer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this could be a pontoon beer. It it does finish real clean. That that part I like. It's the flavor is there. It punches you and it's gone. Little tingly on the as as it leaves. Yeah, it makes a. When I drink it, I can. It's like when you drink Coke, I can hear the enamel of the yeah. back of my teeth fizzle. Well, you can feel the you can feel the bubbles a little bit, especially when you what when it when it hits the back of the tongue. So it must just be really well carbonated then, or something, because that's a strange sensation. That's my favorite song by NXS. It's a strange <laughs> sensation. I remember that song. No, no, you don't. Good. <laughs> I wrote that song. Uh, in the seventies. Um. Anyway, Ernie, what you got? <laughs> I was just gonna say I remember the seventies. I was at least alive. <laughs> I had Not sex the- in the nineties. All right, well, let's get some numbers on this one, then, guys. Who wants to start? Throw some numbers. I'll do it. I'm going to give this a – fuck. I should have had a number ready. I'm going to give this a 4.0. Just um, – I'm really surprised with it. I've never had a lager this dark, and um, I'd like to search out other ones and see if they're just as good. Chris? I'm going to say 4.0 just like Kevin did. Um, I, I, I've enjoyed all the beers today. This one I enjoy slightly more. Jade? Uh, I'm giving it a 4. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Ernie. Nice. Well, I'm going to screw things up. I'm going to give it a four or five. Hey. Okay. Because um, it kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Sam Adams Boston Lager, kind of, you know, roasty. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, they are loggers, and that's a good comparison. That's a good comparison. That's spot on. Um, so the average for the Modelo Negra. Uh, is a uh, fall two five. What was that? Four point one two five. Yeah, this is this was my pick for a winner early today. So <laughs> I think you're gonna be right because I know this next beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. You brought it. <laughs> no, Bridgeview brought it. Ah. So this next beer, speaking of which, uh, is. Brewed by Robinson's Brewery, and it's an English beer from the UK. Kevin. It's the uh, Trooper. <laughs> Kevin just disappeared. <laughs> It'll happen from time to time. He's working on his magic. Oh, the gathering skills. Sorry, Knox. I just looked up and he was gone. Yep, no problem. I'm cleaning my glass. <laughs> So this is a this is a four point seven ABV 
premium British beer. The website from Robinson's Brewery says, Troopers are award-winning premium British beer brewed with a legendary Iron Maiden. Malt flavors and citric notes for a unique blend of Bobek, Goldings, and Cascade hops give this deep gold nail a subtle hint of lemon. Trooper takes its name from the Iron Maiden song, which itself was inspired by the famous Charge of the Light Brigade. A real ale enthusiast, band vocalist Bruce Dickinson, has helped develop a beer with a true depth of character. It contains malted barley and wheat. You should smell sweet malt and a little bit of zesty hop, and it should taste bitter and strong roasted malt. So this one's that dark copper amber again. So, back of the can. Onward, onward, rode the 600. The charge of the Light Brigade, which inspired the Iron Maiden song, The Trooper, took place at the Battle of Baklava? The extra L in there threw me off. I don't know. Um, during the Crimean War, when 600 British cavalry charged the mass Russian artillery, this gallant but foolhardy assault resulted in a massive loss of life and came about due to a misunderstanding of an order given by the commanding officer, Lord Raglan. Launched in 2013, Trooper is an award-winning premium British beer that has sold over 15 million pints worldwide. Iron Maiden vocalist Bruce Dickinson worked with Robinson's to develop a beer which has true depth of character. Malt flavors and citric notes form a unique blend of Bobek, Goldings, and Cascade hops. Dominate this golden ale with a subtle hint of lemon. I lost my spot there for a split second. Oh, you stole my fucking nose note. This right is the wettiest of the hay. Yeah, but it, it does smell like lemons, man. Is, is that what that, uh, I couldn't quite pinpoint what that aro uh, aroma is. Is that Top of your nose. It's very, to me, it's very light. It just seems like, I don't know, you remove a snow pile off of a bale of hay the year afterwards and smell the bottom of it. It looks a little it's bit better. That just a radical way long. of saying wet hay. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, like a da the words. dangerous side of it, where I believe that this is like mold. Moldy. With a very little hint of lemon. I don't think it smells like that at all. Uh, well, you're drunk. I would clean my floors Soon. with this. It smells good. Yeah, it does kind of smell like floor cleaner. But not like astringent. Right. No, just kind of that, like, lemony, warm. Well, Chris, Chris, you're right. The wet hay thing is definitely there, but it's there's that nice light note that makes me excited. Time to drink it. What do you guys get for the flavor, then? Now lemon's there, yeah. but it's yeah, like weird lemon. muted old lemon oil. Yeah, it's more like the lemon peel. Oh. It's like it's like old pine salt water. Have you guys had British beers before? Yeah, it's about this is British, right? food. It's yeah. fucking bland. The one in the UK, Chris. The oh, that Britain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. I was in Britain, Texas. <laughs> you ever had Brandon Texas beer? Pussy. Um, I don't know. Kind of English bitterness dryness. Right. The They're supposed to be bitter, but I don't I don't know. It's a weirder hop texture, something. It's funkier. Well, the bug that's in my glass seems to like it. It leaves a weird 
sour, gross feel and Protein. taste on the sides of my tongue. I'd How can sour and that. bitter be used in the same sentence, right? I feel I know. like I'm drinking Pledge. Is Not that bad? It's, it's a little bad. extreme, but... I don't, no. I don't know. It's odd. It's just an odd bitterness to it. Um, I don't know. It's different. It tastes different than anything I've had, and I don't know how to know how to pinpoint that. Ugh, this is getting poured probably. Yeah, this no accurate is the word I would use. Wow. I'm just oh. sitting here staring at my cup, trying to think of what the hell like it's just got it's so it's not like a cool I'm drinking pledge. <laughs> it's got a cool maltiness right away, but then it it's this awkward bitterness that yeah. like the okay, so like the rind of a lemon, you know, but no, all the parts yes. that have nothing good for you, just bitter. It it feels like that too. Yeah, the white part, the pith, it's bitter yeah. and marginally citric. But the, yeah. like you said, the malt's all right on it right away. Reminds me of like a Killian's or possibly even a Newcastle, and then all the the barnyard gets drug across it. I feel like I could get used to the style. But I'd have to be drinking just that for a day, you know, like, uh, you know, just make a day of drinking British. I don't want to have to do beers. that. <laughs> no, um, but when you're drinking other things, and I'm also my sidearm is fucking champagne, so that's a the bold bitterness choice. is very weird for me. Oh, I had to have mimosas this morning. Fresh squeezed here. I don't know that I want to talk more about this at all. I'm kind of torn on this one. It's it it does kind of have that multi breadiness right up front, and then it kind of goes away to that odd British ale bitter aftertaste. It's a bit weird. This was it talking about, but I don't know. The more I have it, that it's you know, I kind of agree. I really agree with Chris actually when he said, uh, you know, I can I could start to like this style the more I have of it, but. You wouldn't want to have something really sweet with it. I, I don't know if you'd want to have like have a candy bar and drink this beer. Which I, I, you can only eat unsalted crackers with this, right? <laughs> and, oh, this like, my mouth out and like and like somebody coming out every once in a while going, so, "You could have been better." Unsalted peanuts <laughs> in the shell. My parents. <laughs> yeah, but they have to be a little ruder. Damn it, Kevin. Maybe a you little bit more generous according to the way you said it. You're a disappointment. <laughs> <like> this. <laughs> All right, let's throw some numbers on this one then, guys. Yeah, number time. Uh, Ernie, you start this one. Tell me what to do. Ernie. Yes, Ernie, uh, I, I believe, and but it's your choice. I think you should start. It's your pro choice. Uh... 3.25. Right around average. <laughs> Snuck that one in there. Yep, you sure did. I'll go. I'm going to give this a two. That's it. That's all I have to say. Thank God. Good. Uh, 2.25. Uh, pledge. I get lemon pledge. Chris? 3.5. I'm going to go slightly above average. Um, because I'm going to. Fine. Yeah, cool. Way to fuck the whole number thing up. <laughs> All right. So the average for the uh, 
Iron Maiden Trooper beer is 2.75. Good for last place today. <laughs> what was in first place, Aaron? The Modelo at 4.125. Kind of saw that coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Blonde at uh, 3.4375. Hoffenbro at three, and then the Iron Maiden at two and three quarters. Most of I these beers are very whelming. Very well. <laughs> well, that'd be just like if somebody in Europe tried Budweiser and said, "Oh, American beers suck." Yeah, why didn't? Yeah, you have good point. I mean, this is just our first run of the globe so far. I mean, there is all kinds of Indian I know, beers I know. and, and I, Asian beers. God damn it! I'm done. If this is what we're gonna do. Done. <laughs> You're saying, Ernie? I was just saying, isn't Budweiser an import beer now? Nope. Isn't a company in Belgium uh, own them now? Technically, yeah. To fact check some of the claims we heard tonight. All right. Any final thoughts on the imports today? I think it's a good start for us going down this road again in the future. Uh, we um, get three European and one uh, Central American beer, so which is good. I, uh, one thought. thing that I uh, take away today... I've been spending a lot of time drinking IPAs, double IPAs, strange porters, and stuff like that. We went to Swing Barrel yesterday, and we picked up three of their beers. And they were very basic forward beers. This is a fucking blonde ale. This is a red ale. This is a brown ale. Right? They weren't this hop with this, double hop with that, and all this stuff. And then we did this imports, which were basically like, you know, lagers and a, uh, a Bach, which is, I think, an offshoot of lager. And they're the very they're they all come from that same clean crisp. This is how a beer is supposed to taste like. There's not a lot of variance. There's just some subtle note differences. And sometimes it's refreshing to just go back and do that. Cleanse your palate. Get away from all the things that are like, this one's got a socks in it, and then also fruit by the foot. <laughs> it doesn't always have to have weird shit in it. I was reading a lot of these bottles, and you know what they're listing for ingredients? Hops, water, malts, grains, you know, like that's it. And yeah. their their brewing techniques and their choice of malts and hops are what change everything and not adding fancy weird ingredients. They're just brewing a good, clean, crisp beer that you can drink all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, there are rules for that in Germany, or they're not. What? German beer can only contain five ingredients or some bullshit like that. that Certain styles, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's something we can explore in a future episode. Yeah, you could probably just German beers, just Belgian beers, just... Sometimes just cut it down to the nitty-gritty and make a beer and let's see what happens. Fuck, we could go state-by-state down the road. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. And I I, I look forward to... uh, I think the the upcoming trend is going to be in the fall again, maybe just more simpler ingredients just to get everything back to the craft brew scene where a really good fine beer is made out of basic ingredients. I really think that's where the rest of this year is going to end up. I, at least I'm hoping so. What are you guys thoughts? I hope so. <laughs> I would love to see. I'd like, I'd like to see these local craft brewers brew something that your brothers, cousins, uncles, kids like to, you know, where the every man beer, just pick up a 18 pack. Uh, it's difficult, though, for a craft brewery to do that because they don't make it on such a large scale, so they're always going to be much more expensive than, like, Budweiser, but, like, Coors Light. But 
I like to see that they're going in that direction too, still making some of those approachable beers. Mm-hmm. See, I continue to see that uh, that trend happen, especially in the cultural climate we're in right now. Outsourcing uh, ingredients right now is something that people, oh my God, I fucking froze. No, you're no, good. Did it? <laughs> oh, you, you guys just shut up and listen for a second. That's crazy. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, outsourcing ingredients from uh, resources and producers that you don't generally deal with and that aren't local. People are hesitant to do that with the whole COVID thing right now. So uh, there's a lot of focus on basics and local resourcing. So I think we're going to see a lot of that here in beer trends in the next three months. And I support that trend. Absolutely. Farm to table. Table, keep it local. Table! Keep it local, stupid. Kiss. Yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it fresh. Plant your steak plants. What? My what? steak tree just matured. I, I only eat off of steak plants. Oh. What's a steak plant? <laughs> it's a cow, Knox. A steak plant is a cow. <laughs> God. Okay. They go. They grow right out of the earth. Yeah. That's why they're always in the pastures. You don't see them wild all over the place, and it's a whole thing. You you ran with that way further than I thought you would. (laughs) (laughs) Way further than needed, but I wasn't sure what a plant was either. You can trace that. Anyways. All right. Well, thank you guys. Today, I'm gonna stick to domestics. For now, maybe it might be a, a thing, but uh, you until know, I, I'm proven otherwise, I really like the I really like the fact that we're we're trying different stuff this year. We have different topics than last year, and I'm really looking forward to what this summer and fall is going to bring the podcast. Even though we're still uh, in the midst of this pandemic thing, but I still think that we got lots of content to bring, and um, I'm looking forward to what the rest of the summer is going to put forth for the podcast. I think it'd be really cool if people could email us some ideas too, because we're running out. I mean, we got tons of ideas, but I'd like to hear what uh, they have to say about what they think we should rate. Yeah. What do you, what do you want to hear? Cause uh, I'm sure you're tired of hearing what we want to tell you. I am. <laughs> hey, and if some uh, local brewery, should I get a haircut or not? <laughs> should I? You get a haircut every three days, Ernie. <laughs> Two. Two. Okay. No, but if some uh, somebody that uh, brews their beer in the garage or whatever and has some extra or uh, wants us to sample some beers that they make, feel free to get a hold of Knox and he'll tell you how to send it to us. Right? Yeah. Looking there forward to uh, hearing from the Screaming Goat guys as well. Right? I have a cousin that's brewing a farmhouse ale or something, some sort of beer. Um, yeah. I should, I should talk to him and we should uh, get him to let us try it. That'd be yeah, cool. for sure. I feel like this is how we collectively get roofied. <laughs> <laughs> You're well, welcome. Nobody gets touched if everybody's drugged, right? I'm gonna get, yeah, I'm going to get you fucked up and you're just going to pass out at your own place alone. And yes, like, it's going to be what? hilarious. If you wake up with what happened, did I, get, did I get in trouble? But you're always alone? It's really going to fuck with your mind then. Yeah, Jade's going to wake up with clothes of myself. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Why Same am I thing for me. Up? If I woke up with my clothes on, I'd have no idea what happened. What the fuck? <laughs> Did somebody put me back happened. in these? 
How did I get here? What's happening? How did she get there? Stay away from the coffee machine. There you go. So if you guys do have any questions or comments uh, and want to give us some advice on upcoming episodes, please email us at brewsboozeandreviews at hotmail.com. And again, we want to thank uh, Bridge Street Liquors over in Moorhead for their support for today's podcast. Terps Candies. Terps Candy, yeah. We want to give a shout out to them too. Uh, Jade, where do people find you at? Uh, Facebook, Jade Foss. Anywhere else, I'm probably being inappropriate, so... Uh, I think those are the ones that people want to hear. Like, where can we find you where it's inappropriate? <laughs> you don't, you don't. <laughs> like macaronifeet.com. <laughs> Good throwback. I could make an OnlyFans, and I guess you can watch me eat mac and cheese with my feet. That'd be an okay. ASMR episode. Don't talk to me like that. I'm at Ryan's house. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's about to explode. Uh, yeah, so. Yep, that's Facebook. it. Find me on Facebook. All right, Chris? Just mostly here. Jeff. Find me here. <laughs> Facebook, uh, life, uh, backslash Life of the Hunted, Tales from the KP Twitter. I am rebuilding my, uh, rebuilding a new PC, I guess, so it's just building one. I'll be, uh, Death by Waffles. I don't want to be 420. Let's go with 77. And... Kevin Palmy Comedy on Instagram. Also, always the Valley News Live comment section. <laughs> you guys, you're trolling. <laughs> I didn't troll the cops like Knox. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that was great. Sorry. You, you're really Don't taking apologize. this. All news is good news. <laughs> it was a passionate debate about stolen cars. I had my car stolen once, so it was... Uh... That you gave no reference. You just went, cops are ditch. Fuck you. Say something. Say, say something. something. I didn't put it that way either. <laughs> How about you, Big Earn? Where can people find you at? Well, right now, I've been the only one in the dungeon for the last few weeks because the fuckers won't let me out. <laughs> what a dungeon's for. Yeah. But normally, just across the street. Nice. Hanging out on the new deck. Well, like we say at the end of every episode, everybody, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Spirits high. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.